Okay, I know what you're thinking. Jesse, big legs, they don't go together. However, if you follow this one tip that Jeff's gonna give you in this video, it's gonna make a difference. And how do I know? Here's me before and here's me after. This is not that long ago. And if nothing else, if you think the tip sucks, you don't like it, you're getting a fantastic new intro from me, your boy, Jesse. What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. So today we're gonna to talk whoa, about- Whoa, whoa, no intro? Okay. What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. No, Jesse, we're gonna do- Wait, that's it? That's it. No intro, we don't need the intro. No, they want the intro. Run it. Thanks guys, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. All right, can we yeah, talk that, about- that one's good. Right, that was good. All right, let's talk about you. All right, yes, let's talk about your legs. Okay. Today's video is about building bigger legs. And we talk about it in this series of just do this. It really is about just doing something and it doesn't have to be complex. So Jesse is somebody that actually had some pretty thin legs. You can see this sort of early version of Jesse yeah. here. You guys watched, you were watching him as he was in this position, but that's the part that makes him also relatable because a lot of people have legs like this. And then of course now we see Jesse and some of the leg gains he's made, which are yeah. definitely impressive. And it's something I can relate to because I grew up at Jesse's age also having a bit of a struggle in putting on some size in my legs, but because of understanding the anatomy of the legs and understanding the quads and the relationship to the adductors and how all this kind of plays together, I learned as a physical therapist where our quads tend to look for help, why they tend to bail out and look for other muscles to do their job. And as soon as we understand that, we can intervene, make the quads do the work, and get so much more out of it. Right. So what we did with Jesse is something really, really simple. The first thing is we actually loaded the quads. And what I mean by that is if you peek at Jesse here squatting, there's a big reason why people talk about squatting to parallel. Because when you get to a depth of parallel, it's the time and only time that you're actually placing the quads under a maximum amount of tension. Because we know that only when the downward force of gravity is perpendicular to the femur is that quad going to be maximally challenged. And if we do any variation of short changing the parallel squat, if we're two, three, eight inches above quarter what, squats, quarter squats <laughs> parallel, we're not challenging the quads. In order to challenge the quads and make them grow, you need to learn how to get down to parallel. And we do that. And of course, we have some things that we can actually incorporate to make us do that better. Now, the next thing though comes in play, knee travel. Yeah. A lot of people talk about when you do your squats, you have to have a pretty wide stance and your knees need to stay in line with your feet. Meaning that the knee travel is not necessarily straight ahead in the sagittal plane here, but it's a little bit more at an angle. I'd say more off in the frontal plane. What that does is it actually incorporates the adductors to a much greater degree than you ever want if you're someone struggling with quad development. Why? If we look at this from the top angle here, you can see that as the legs travel outward, yes, we're getting a good degree of knee bend, but we're oftentimes going to be limited to the depth that we can get to because the stretch on the adductors is too great. Try it yourself. Take a wide stance. Try to really start letting your legs go out as you go down and likely you're going to feel a real intense stretch right up in the groin under the pelvis because those adductors are being pulled on to their greatest degree. Yeah. I'll save you the trouble. Don't do it. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is when a muscle stretch like that, 
it automatically wants to kind of unload that stretch, meaning it wants to go back to its, its, its shorter position. To do that, you're going to get this sort of stretch reflex contraction, unfortunately, out of the adductors as opposed to the quads. So the best way to do this is to fix your stance, narrow it up. Take a more narrow stance here. You can still have your knees travel outward over your toes. Your toes can still be pointed outward slightly, but you want to have that narrower stance so that you're relieving the adductors of that overstretch and allowing the quads to actually do the work. When you get to the bottom of this position here, the bottom of a, of a squat, you can see the quads are much more active. They're much more the initiators of the upward ascent of the squat. And that's what you want. When you can place all that tension on the quads, you're going to get much more development on the quads. So now what's the last thing we can do? What do we break out? We break out a box. Break through a box. And Jesse's actually a little bit, his, his parallel point, the point that was the sweet spot for him, needed to be just a touch higher. So people are always at a loss, well, what box should I use if it's too high? Just take a plate like he's doing here and put it down to match the depth that you need to get to. By putting that there, you've done two things. Number one, you've allowed yourself a target. And the target's behind you, meaning you're going to have to sit down. Yep. You're going to have to create some more depth to get down there. And secondly, when you're there, it gives you that momentary biofeedback to know that you've gotten down to that endpoint. You're at parallel. The last thing, though, is we don't just have you come up. If you want to place more tension on the quads, you stay there. You pause. You pause. You hang out for My a little bit. My favorite thing, pause squats. But you kiss the box, though. You don't go down there and sit your ass on it and hang out down there. You kiss it. You go down and just barely graze it, but you pause there for two or three seconds. If you were ever trying to get your quads to grow and they couldn't do it, this is going to do it yeah. every single time. The slightly narrower stance, pausing and hanging out down there in maximum tension, and applying maximum tension because you're getting to that proper depth to do it, this is the magic formula. There's nothing secretive about it. It, but it works, I guarantee you it works every single time. And again, check out the before and after here. It's working for Jesse, and, and, and it's something that I promise you will work for you as well. So hopefully, guys, you found this video helpful. If you're looking for more step-by-step -step advice, we're actually build in the, the nuances of how you perform the, the, the lifts, not just what you do, but it's how you do it, because that matters so much. We build them into all of our programs over at athletics.com. In the meantime, if you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. And for all you encouragers of those stupid-ass intros... They're not stupid. They're wonderful. Everyone loves them. I don't know what to say for you guys. Other than click Thank subscribe, Thank turn on notifications, and I guess you have your ability to express your free will in demand for more Jesse intros, at the very least. But not only if you subscribe and turn on notifications. Uh, that's fair. All right. All right, guys. I'll see you again in a few days. See ya.